0: In Kansas you have my curiosity welcome back to get real the podcast where we get real about all of our favorite pop culture films and TV shows and with me as always is my co-host my absolutely fucking diabolical, translucent, superpowered villain, co-host, Sam and also my name's Chris as well. From the deep. <laughs> <I think we laughs> Sam managed from to the get, deep. I think we managed to get them all in there. Uh, we miss Queen Maeve off. Oh yeah. Um, Minerva. Starlight, Black Noir. We missed a few out, but if you had a guess by now, we're talking about the boys. The boys We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna catch up and do like a, a season one. Roundup, and then obviously it's were what two, three weeks away. I think from the time of this coming out, we're two weeks away from season two coming out. Yeah, you've got to make sure you say it right, though. It's the boys. The the boys. boys. You've got to say it somehow. You got to say yeah, it somehow. The boys, and it's, and it's got to be in a weird way. Yeah. So you yeah, also boys. you also missed the biggest superhero, Huey Campbell. You missed him off, because he's (laughs) obviously a a massive superhero in this whole thing, isn't he? In a way. I prefer Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher? No, he is a a hero. Or is he a villain? He is Mm. an anti-hero. He's just Mm. punisher straight up. Yeah. Um... (laughs) There are a bit, bit, uh, bit of news and stuff from over the last week since we last sat down and did this. Um, I don't know whether you've took the time to have a little look or watch any trailers. Um, or... I've had some stuff come into my head and then I've just forgot about it instantly. So okay. <laughs> well, I literally thought like... yesterday, because we were nearly recorded this yesterday, I was like, right, okay, um, and then I just completely forgot to actually remember any of it. No, no. Well, that's fine. I'll get us started. Uh, And then there's a trailer that we need to talk about today because we've not spoke about it, but it looks pretty good. Uh, First thing is we spoke a little bit the other week about how uh, Tron 3 was going to be a thing and how um, there there was a particular uh, composer and director coming back to do it. uh, And Jared Leto took to Twitter, took to Instagram to make it, all official, so he will be starring in the new Tron film, and it will be happening. So, so, so basically, the news is is the news that we spoke about two weeks ago is correct. <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a nutshell, so are you excited Excellent. for that? What what kind of yeah, role definitely. do you think like, someone like Jared Leto will play in Tron? Do you reckon it's going to be similar to what he did in Blade Runner, or do you reckon he may be the 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 full protagonist or See, like he was good in Blade Runner, but he wasn't in it nearly enough. Like, no, no. For like how important his character should have been, like he was hardly in it. Uh so I feel like it's going to be like a sim- maybe a similar sort of role he might be taking on like like pseudo like Jeff Bridges type character. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Tran franchise, that he played um Oh, my mind's gone blank. <sighs> Not a clue because I've not, I've still not seen Trump. Well, well, he played a version of Clue. I knew that version. I just can't remember what his main character is. So it, it's not that he's not a Clue. He, he is a Clue. Kevin Flynn, that's the one. I was thinking of Sam Flynn, which is his son. So oh, like okay. a Kevin Flynn, you know, probably more like Clue. So the computerized version of him. That's what I imagine Jared Leto playing more of. Yeah, so he probably be probably be an antagonist. He seems to be playing a lot of antagonists. Later. Yeah, I mean, he's the first confirmed actor that we've got for the film. So it's almost a bit like, oh, you know, he, he leads the announcement and is he going to be the very, you know, is he going to be the face of it, so to speak? And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's been a while since we've seen Jared Leto really lead anything. I know we've had him in stuff, but I don't, it's been a while since we've had him lead a film because, obviously, I mean, he didn't really lead Blade Runner. He didn't really lead Suicide Squad. And I think since both of those films, I don't think he's done very much cinematically, apart from Morbius, which we haven't seen yet. <laughs> so I forgot that was even a film for a minute, considering we had a whole episode near enough about it. I forgot a lot of things were even a film over the last, uh, like, f- f- <laughs> four months. Three, four films months. Films that should have come out but haven't come out. Yeah, literally. Um, but he has done other stuff, but it's been smaller projects. It's not been like triple A blockbusters. Um, I know he's been doing some stuff with Netflix and Ting, and his Thirty Seconds to Mars and <laughs> yeah, and all that business. Have you uh, got any more news? Then uh, there was a bit that I wanted, to, a bit of something I wanted to talk to you about. It's actually news from July. Funnily enough, the day we were recording this, an entire month ago, but we just never spoke about it. And okay. I think it's something that's worth covering because we've not covered it on the podcast. But have you finished the Clone Wars, didn't you? Um no, you, I've you, actually got you, like a couple episodes oh. left, but I'm near enough there. Yeah, so you've not seen the last. Have you seen the the Bad Batch? Yeah. yeah so yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. Oh. I know this news, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we didn't speak about how in 2021 that Disney Plus will be getting a new series that basically focuses on the Bad Batch. It's going to be called Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, And it's all about that group of clone troopers from the Clone Wars who are a little bit different. So each possess like a singular exceptional skill that makes them really different. Uh, And they're obviously, you know, a little bit genetically different as well. But really excited because we all know how I felt about the Clone Wars from all the Star Wars (laughs) episodes that we had. Uh, We do love Star Wars. Yeah, I feel very strongly about it. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited because if it's anything like the production quality of the final few episodes of the final season, then we're in no doubt in for something that's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. Like... uh the Bad Batch was a really cool concept, but I thought... I, when I was watching it, I was like, this seems like a really weird thing to just bring in in like, the final season and just be like, like, oh yeah, we've got two episodes with these proper bizarre like, cl- like wrong clone troopers that we're going to do nothing else with and you've never heard of before, but here they are that in it for two seconds and then they're going to play like no part in the rest of the franchise. I was like... It's a really weird thing to spend, like, two episodes on in your final season. Yeah, do you reckon they maybe had them in there knowing that they would have plans for that group in particular for a Disney Plus series? Because it seems kind of a bit weird for something like that to be planned in advance, but you're right, we didn't get to see a lot of it. Well... we know how, like, the Star Wars writers' room sort of works and they are planning multiple things way in advance. They even plan things that doesn't end up happening. Like, So I, I've got a feeling that they had, like, this cool idea for, like, a ragtag, like, bunch of clone troopers and they would do, like, a Republic Commando-esque sort of animated show. And maybe they were like, oh, we've got a slot that we need to fill. We would just put, like, fives and all them lot in it. So mm. why not? Why not? Put the bad batch into it. Bring them in earlier. So I reckon they did have it planned out in advance that they were going to have their own series. Yeah, do you reckon? That's especially what it's the way be. that the series ended, like their arc ended as well. Yeah, true, very true. Because it ends with them. I can't remember how it ends in the Clone Wars. Spoilers for Clone Wars for that one episode, but I can't remember um, how it finishes. Which is the clone from Fives' team that gets taken? Is it Echo? I think it's Echo. Um. Echo is like half machine at that point, isn't he? And he goes with the Bad Batch at the end um, of those two episodes to Uh, join the Bad Batch. Yes, he does. He's all like weirded out from being in that tube, isn't he? And he's like, ah, I remember, yeah. Um, Do you reckon it'll take place before or after? Because it seems like a bit of a weird one to to follow up with. Yeah, because it is getting towards the end of the Clone Wars, isn't it? Mm. Um, it depends whether they've got that chip in the brain or not. They could be just sort of like a mercenary squad after the Clone Wars. They could have like a couple seasons before and then um then maybe echo joins them maybe interesting I'm not entirely sure interesting they could do they could do so many things like they jump around in that timeline so much it could literally be so many things but more Star Wars is always a good star Wars more Star Wars is good Star Wars. Uh, and then the last little thing that we didn't talk about again from around the similar kind of time was... I don't, you know what, we may have spoke about this, but did we talk about the three the new trilogy that was confirmed? Um, I'm not sure if we spoke about it on the podcast. Yeah, or whether um, we, we spoke I f- I about like it away from the did. podcast. I feel like we did because we spoke about um, was this the Ryan Johnson one or is this the one from the... Um, Game of Thrones, guys. Uh, maybe maybe we did. Maybe we did. Is it Benioff and Weiss? Yeah. It is Benioff and Weiss, yeah. I yeah. think maybe we did then. But um, I just found the dates. Um, so 2023, 2025, and 2027. Um, we did because we taught it's in between the Avatar releases, isn't it? uh it is we did definitely speak about it <laughs> this is like a whole deja vu thing is just like no i don't think we did and then as soon as we started doing it, it's like oh my god I imagine if we were just doing groundhog day but it was episodes of the podcast and just uh, <laughs> reliving, reliving this same episode. Welcome back to the episode about Parasite, guys. We're going to talk about Parasite for two hours because it's an amazing film those, that I really need to rewatch. Those first three episodes of Snowpiercer, yeah. <laughs> that full season's out now, isn't it? Is it the full season stuff? It's been out for a while, to be fair. Because um, I haven't got past episode five, I don't think, and apparently it started to get really good towards the end of the season, and I haven't finished it, but yeah, I think I should definitely finish it. So it's been out for a while, Uh, but it is really good because i finished it and i think we were talking off pod the other day about Mm -hmm. how i finished it and i said it was definitely worth a watch and it is a hundred percent worth a watch because where it where we when we spoke about it it kind of was a little bit like felt a little bit slow in places and we weren't we were happy and excited about it but i think we were still a little bit hesitant about how good it was going to get i think but yeah, it does turn out to be a really good series, and I think it's definitely worth sticking with it. So I would definitely encourage you to go watch it. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Excellent. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Then that's that's our roundup review. I might tell you my thoughts on it in a week or so if I get a chance to finish it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay, and that's me done with news. Um, okay. Do you can you guess the trailer that I'm going to talk to you about? <laughs> Is, is it the one that I've just lined up? Is it The Devil All the Time? It is The Devil All the Time. Ah, yes. Because I didn't speak to you about this. I meant to send you the link to it yesterday when I saw it. No. And then I forgot. One step ahead, lad. It's oh. pretty good. Oh, oh, man. This looks good. It so looks I literally just really got off the Wikipedia page to get the premise of the novel. Oh, well, the film up. It's based off a novel. Yeah, it looks pretty sick. So, in an in a eggshell. Kind of round up of what this could be about. Do you want me to read the premise off for you. Yeah, go on. Officially if you've got the official premise, yeah. it's probably better than Sam's uh, description <laughs> of it. Because I I was struggling to figure out what the plot was. Like, I, I had rough guesses, but because it jumps around in like at least two different timelines, I was like, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um, so, in Knock 'em Stiff, Ohio, and the neighboring backwoods, sinister characters, an unholy preacher, played by Robert Patterson, a uh, twisted couple played by Jason Clark and Riley uh, Co. Keo, um, a crooked sheriff played by Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier himself, um, uh, it it conver- uh, converge around young Arvin Russell played by um. Tom Holland. I'm just like staring at names and can't figure out how to say names for (laughs) them. As he fights the evil forces that threaten him and his family. So basically, what I got was his dad served in the war, uh, did some really shitty things, came home from the war, did some even shittier things and ended up being killed, so he was an orphan and then it's him tackling uh, Faith and people's perception of him based off his father and everything like that, and is it the sins of the father or that sort of thing? Is he going to repeat the same things that his dad did? And a really sinister like Robert Pattinson reverend, which seems really cool. That's a really cool character for him. Yeah, the accent that he puts on is absolutely just awesome. It's like, yeah. I, I was really excited about this. I didn't get the idea that... Sebastian Stan was playing a corrupt police officer from watching that trailer. I didn't get that vibe. It's the fact that he's constantly holding guns to people. I mean and has a bit of a crazy look in his eye. I mean, yeah, but it's it looks like obviously the Robert Patterson's the, the bad guy and it looks like maybe he's got suspicions against him. I mean I kind yeah. of, I only watched it the once, so I didn't take the time to like properly read in or whatever or go and go any further than that, but yeah. In terms of something different with Tom Holland, Robert Patterson and Sebastian Stan. And um the guy who was in um the guy who was in Terminator. Jason oh, Clark. Jason Clark, he's really good as well. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, Genesis. Uh Genesis. Genesis. Gynecologist. Terminator gynecologist. <laughs> <Gynacologist. laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> that uh, guy's definitely not pro-life, let me tell no. you something. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I think it looks really good. When does it come out? When's it released? I think I think it's at the 4th of September, I think, but it says the 16th on uh, Wikipedia, but I don't entirely believe that. I'm pretty sure it said the 4th. The Devil All The Time. 16th um, Also, of it's got Bill Skarsgård in it. He's playing Tom Holland's dad by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw a, a comment at the top of the YouTube video. You've got Spider Man, the Batman, it, the Clown, and something else. And it was just like, "What?" Well, f- Soldier. well, just to add more MCU like nerd pop culture things into the zeitgeist of this film, producing it is Jake Gyllenhaal, oh. and also, do you know who was? In, I'm going to speculate here. I'm not entirely sure what role he was up for. But it was originally announced that Chris Evans was going to be in this film. I would say he would either play Tom Holland's dad or maybe Sebastian Stan's character. Ah, uh, okay. Chris Evans was meant to be in it, but he seems that, like the thing was that he was in talks to star in it, and then yeah. he doesn't seem to be anywhere on the listing. So unless he makes a surprise appearance in it, and we just don't know who he's playing yet. Yeah, maybe. Or he may just be really busy with all the pre production for The Grey Man, maybe. Yeah. Well, Cause... this shot and wrapped um, well over a year ago. Ah, uh, okay. So it was 2018, he was rumoured to be in it. May have been um, Knives Out? I don't know. It, may, it probably would have been Knives Out, yeah. Mm. Chris, did you know that Venom Let There Be Carnage is now June 2021? I don't think it's been delayed, but I didn't realise it was that far away. Um, Wasn't it meant to originally have been... Like end of this year, sort of around Halloween-ish time. Yeah, it it got postponed, but we didn't know when to because of all the COVID stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think that's about right. I don't think we've had have we had the a trailer for this yet, or have we just had a teaser, or have we had anything for the new Venom film? Um, I don't think we have. No, we had the name teaser, and we've had all the set photos, haven't we? Yeah, cause it, it feels like all the unofficial ago. set photos feels like forever ago since we had um anything to do with that, and yeah. considering we saw that crazy photo of Woody Harrelson with his ginger wig on I was Tidal really wave ex- fringe. yeah, I was really excited. I didn't realize Stephen Graham's going to be in that, yeah, but I'm not sure who he's playing, No, nah, but Stephen Graham is a really popular British actor, and he's a scooter. he's a scooter. Which is, if Schuster. you're not from England, it's Liverpool. Scouting. scouser. You talk a little bit. He's from Kirkby. <laughs> from Cakeby. Which isn't in Liverpool, it's in Lanc... Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Shush, Sam. <laughs> it was considered part of Lancashire. There you go. Originally. Yeah, and then it, it became part of Merseyside. Before it became part of Mer- Mer- Merseyside, yeah. So, there you go. Well, well this, this is a this is a film, accent, pop culture though. film and TV podcast, Chris. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was also in uh, he was in Hellboy, and, and this also is Liverpool won the league, so fuck everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, one last thing about uh, the Devil all the time because the na- the director's name, like rang a bell with me, but I didn't know where from. It's Antonio Campo. Uh, Campos yeah I was right the first name don't know why I doubt it myself I got, I got that one right but I stuttered over fucking Tom Holland Ah, first team <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Antonio Campos he directed Martha Marcy May Marlene with uh, Elizabeth Olsen which is an amazing film if you haven't seen that like that's a cracking film yeah uh, I don't know if it's on any streaming services. I might lend it to you at some point. time. I've got the Blu-ray somewhere in one of my boxes here from moving. <laughs> That's a great film. She joins a, a cult and stuff. It's cool. Oh yes, I have seen. Do you remember that. it from from 2011. Yeah. Yes, I do actually remember. Um, we've got uh, the Fandom coming up as well. We spoke about that a little bit. Um Mm -hmm. last week. But there's a full list of what we're gonna be getting a look at. So there's a bit of Wonder Woman stuff, there's a bit of the Batman stuff, there's a lot of a new Suicide Squad game stuff that we spoke about a little bit last time. So that's um something we could probably talk about next week. Yeah. Yes. That happens in from us recording this eight days. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll be definitely right, yeah. It yeah, be so it'll be the episode after, I think. Yeah, and then the episode after that could be the boys. <laughs> could yeah, be. the boys. We take it week by week here at Get Real. So <laughs> <laughs> there's so much stuff happening all the time, and everything's up in the air. We yeah. you know, we just got to do what we got to do. Yeah, um, apparently there's a new name going to be announced for Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League, or it's going to be some variation of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay, from what I've heard so far. I have a um, feeling we'll have quite a lot of trailers and stuff drop as well because you've got the obviously the Wonder Woman eight nineteen eighty four which will be a new sneak peek. Yeah, uh, the Flash panel. Don't get too excited. It's about uh, the Flash TV series. There's a Black Lightning panel. Uh, there's a Pennyworth. Who's who's watched Pennyworth? Has anybody watched Pennyworth? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that got like shadow cancelled after like season one. <laughs> That's got Paloma Faith in it. And then. There is another flash panel, which is introducing flash panel, which has got Ezra Miller. So, if that's not confusing enough, in the same day there's two flash panels. So make sure you get the right one. It. <laughs> um, so, so are we actually gonna like? Is Ezra Miller still on board? Because after the whole thing about him, maybe like decking a fan a couple months ago, <laughs> like things were like, oh, he's out. Well, there's a a flash filmmakers conversation that's going on with Andy Machete and Barbara Machete. So they're the filmmakers. Machete! And it's going to have Ezra Miller and the screenwriter. Um, The panel is literally only 10 minutes, but it's a rundown of the first ever Flash feature film. Okay, so it's probably going to be a bit more casting and stuff, maybe? maybe it's maybe ten... we'll get the reverse flash announced it's 10 minutes so it's not very long it may literally well, just be a title reveal and it may just be news that look everyone this is definitely happening it's not been called off this is the facts and this is what you're <laughs> going to get which be yeah, nice because we actually kind of need that to be honest well when you, when you think with like the Hall H panels at Comic-Con as well they only spend max like five, ten minutes-ish on each film at like the DC and Marvel panels where they got loads of films to announce. Yeah. So I reckon if it's something like that, it'll probably be, like you said, is it Flashpoint or not? Is it going to be called Flashpoint or is it going to be called The Flash Flashpoint or some, some shit like that? Uh, probably a reverse Flash casting. If it's going to go into production next year or later on this year, it's got to have a reverse Flash casting by now. Yeah. Probably which members are going to return from previous films etc like it'll be like proper like broad strokes this is the stuff to get the headlines because the fact that dc are having their own event it just proves that they're going for headlines yeah definitely and i think it will be an event that will get loads of headlines because i reckon you'll get the first suicide squad trailer you've got confirmation around black adam you've got stuff for shazam 2 uh, and even there, they've already said that there'll be some surprise guests dropping in. They've got you've got the name for that Suicide Squad game now. Uh, Kill the Justice League, it's called. So that's the official title of the game. And then there's the Batman panel, and yeah, there's tit- there's, yeah, there's already some full. details about the Batman coming out. I'm not sure who spoke out about it, but it's talking about like themes that it's going to delve into with like. Batman's like mental health and stuff like that in cool mm. interesting ways and stuff well, it says here um join the Batman filmmaker Matt Reeves and host host Aisha Tyler for a thirty minute discussion of the upcoming film with a surprise or two for the fans there's definitely a trailer cool definitely no, at be least a, a trailer. teaser trailer yeah well let's get let's get a look at um Robert Pattinson's the Batman on screen. I think that we see a lot of photos. But I think when we first get, you know, him him in motion, so to speak, I reckon it's really gonna solidify, solidify yeah. it. I think that that's gonna be then people's, um, you know, full opinions will be a lot more cemented then around Definitely. what they think about the new suit and stuff. But I think overall, I think it's been pretty positive anyway. We've spoken about it quite a lot. Um, and then the Russo brothers also shared a photo of the upcoming Tom Holland film Cherry, which is the one where he robs the bank. Um, mm. But it looks like it's getting there, so I'm very excited to see to see it. It looks like an editing suite in our own u- in our old uni. This the, uh, the photo <laughs> that you look at. It looks like an editing suite, and then someone they're just on like a big old Zoom call with loads of people without the cameras. Brilliant. <laughs> And there's a little bit of quality hand sanitizer in the background as well. You know, you've got to be uh, washing washing those fucking hands, haven't you? Yeah, wash those dirty little mitts. Anyway, so we're talking all about The Boys. The, The Boys! The Boys this week. So we've got season two right around the corner, which both me and you are very, very excited for. I'm jazzed. And yeah, oh wow, I am really excited for this now because going back and watching season one again because it's been that long ago. When did season one come out? Man, when did uh, it drop last year? This time, uh, July last year. It was, uh, I was literally just thinking it was around this time last year because I remember I hadn't been in my job that long and yeah. I was watching it on the train. It's wicked man and we decided to go back and we never actually spoke about season one because we started this podcast six months after the boys had come out but we wanted to take a little bit of time this week to talk about our thoughts on it and just build a little bit of excitement for it. Yeah, so, definitely. And some predictions of maybe where Season 2 is going to go with certain plot lines and stuff. Yeah, because we've got little bits and bobs that we've seen for Season 2, but a lot of it doesn't address where Season 1 leaves off as much. But, yeah yeah i'm i'm so excited so i mean we both have spoken about this before we really really enjoyed the boys it's mm-hmm. such a good tv series we're gonna go full spoilers from the beginning so i mean i don't know what you're listening to this for whether you want to sh- whether you should go check it out or not before you watch it but just go check it out because it's really good and then come back. the, answer's yes. go the check answer it is out. yes the answer is yes you don't have to ask the question just the answer go is yes out. And while Uh, you've got an Amazon Prime subscription, just order a load of shit and get same-day delivery like I did yesterday. (laughs) We should should get a fucking affiliate link, Chris. We we should, everybody, right? Search in the description um, of whatever you're listening to this for. There will be a... This is the ASMR version of this podcast, by the way. Um, You'll see an Amazon affiliate link somewhere maybe, perhaps, please, (laughs) Amazon, please, (laughs) please, Amazon, (laughs) please. Um, Just go on there, whatever you need from Amazon, even if it's just a £2 pencil sharpener. uh, Please. Or if you want to go buy a box set for the boys. I don't know whether that exists. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, you could buy the boys' comic book, though. Oh, there you go. There Oop. you go. Go buy a comic uh, book. Do, do you know what? I Recently, so yesterday, I was watching recaps and stuff like this. I've not had a chance to go back and watch the full season again. But I forgot how much I enjoyed this. And then I watched videos about the differences between the comic book and the TV show. Because I've, I've read a little bit of the comic book. Not enough to really form an opinion on it compared mm-hmm. to the show. Mm-hmm. But it's so different. Like they change so much. And honestly, I think most of it's for the better. Like yeah. um it was Garth Ennis that wrote the comic book, I believe. Um and I normally really love his work. I recommended Preacher at the beginning of Lockdown. That's another one of his properties. Um like I love his writing and everything like that. But The Boys is probably one of my least favourites from what I've read of his, from what little bit of that I've read it's still amazing but the i feel like the show is just a better version of it yeah i think it's definitely the style of the show and it's definitely the actors that just yeah. make it so good and i think it's one of those things where it's pretty hard to get a comic like the boys i guess and the thing you know the the whole superhero aspect of it but make it different enough to just the films and stuff that we get where it's still gonna engage you and you're not gonna kind of get that feeling of um fatigue, I guess. You don't yeah. wanna feel fatigued through it. So uh, but I like how the um, like a lot of the stuff has been quite similar to the comics. Like a lot of the promotional stuff, like the posters and stuff, have been taken right out of the comic book. Yeah, panels. yeah, taking a lot of like the visual nods from it. Yeah. But honestly like It's really, really, really carried by the cast. So, like, Carl Urban, Billy Butcher is just awesome in it. Just this British... You're just... You're just waiting for every line to come out of his mouth. Like, he's so Aussie, it's hilarious. Like, there's a bit in The Boys where he talk, He does, like, a big Spice Girls reference. (laughs) And it's just... It's just incredible. And then that follows through. And then it's, like, the whole... She could be a spice girl thing like with um Kimchi. <laughs> with uh, Kimiko or yeah, I think that's her name. Yeah, Kimiko. Kimiko. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, it's just so good. And she's as, just called the female in the comic books. The female. Well I <laughs> like how um uh, the guy from one of the guys from um Butcher's crew is just credited as mother's milk. <laughs> yeah, that's literally his name. It's not credited with his name. See, and... like, that's differences already, and this is what I think might lead into Season 2. Like, in the comic book, Mother's Milk and the female uh, have got superpowers already before joining the team. Ah, uh, okay. But in the show, it's only Kimiko. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, it like, this show is so gross, but in the funniest way possible. Like, they get 100%. away with shit that they just shouldn't get away with. And like in the comic books, I can't remember exactly how in the show it happened, but Kimiko gets her superpowers from eating like the corpses of (laughs) of dead superheroes. Like she was like a kidnapped kid that like superheroes, I think, tried to save her and just ended up getting killed. So she just accidentally ate the corpses as a baby and got superpowers. I don't think it shows that in season one. No, I think it's hinted that she might be a bit of a cannibal, but it's definitely not shown. Yeah, yeah. It's so like, when you first watch this, you have no idea to what extent it's going to go until um, Huey's girlfriend gets absolutely... (laughs) destroyed she by a train <laughs> because you see bits so like it starts off where there's the the two kids chatting in the street and then that uh van comes around the corner and then um it's queen Maeve and a uh, homelander who end up taking out the robbery van but yeah. you, you see like bits of gore so you see them like throw up blood and see him get punched in the air and fall back down and crash on top of a car and but it's that whole kind of thing like yeah, this is a little bit more graphic but at the point where Robin gets absolutely <laughs> fatalities, I, I just, just remember seeing it for the first time and my reaction was like, holy shit, this is what's happening in this show. It's just like, because you don't Quite see it to begin with until you start to see like a couple sprays of blood on Huey's face and then a jawbone go past. But and it like, comes oh. out of nowhere; it just <laughs> happens, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then you look; he looks down, and he's still holding her arms. It's like, "Oh, uh, so it's, good." It's so heavy, man. The gore in this is just ridiculous. But I guess, like, like one of the things I really liked about the Boys season one. Uh, which I hope that they carry on to season two. It's just all the real life links to stuff and just how it's. I use the word grounded a lot, but it really is like when you watch Marvel films or you watch Marvel TV series, you're like, yeah, no way would these superheroes be as, um, you know, free to do what they want and how it wouldn't impact everything else going on in the world. Yeah, and how they wouldn't have these same problems that um, other regular people do. And well, the, I think that's but, something that they, they realised and they tried to start addressing in the MCU, didn't they, with, like, Civil War and stuff like that. They were like, oh, shit, yeah, we've had no consequences for any of these previous yeah. films. You, you think about it on, like, the big scale, but it's on the little scale, and that's, like, the things the The Boys really touches on. So just generally, like, people always wanting selfies all the time and how they have to kind of put a face on because they represent somebody and how that yeah. stuff wouldn't be... You know, c- companies wouldn't take advantage of that commercially and sponsor stuff. And exactly, it's all about the reputation. It's all about the paycheck at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's that's what makes like some of the humor parts. Not only are the other heroes really good, and like how they're portrayed is really really good, but all those kind of bits and bobs, like like how um, translucent is only invisible when he's naked because it makes sense. It's like well, yeah. <laughs> they did that in a um, Fantastic Forge, remember with Jessica Alba, but they yeah. definitely only did that just so that they could have Jessica Alba in the way. And like that's like that's really troublesome, but then when they're doing it with translucent it just seems funny. Yeah, it's really funny. And just the whole like how he's like stood naked in the bathroom and it's just creepy, but it's like ugh. And obviously, this this TV series touches on a lot of really serious bits at the Oof. same time, like the whole bit with um, Starfire when she first joins, and the Deep makes that Starlight. Move. Starlight, I'm thinking Starfire of the DC from and, Teen Titans. From Teen Titans, <laughs> um, Starlight joins uh, the Seven for the first time, and the Deep makes that move on her uh ugh. yeah and it makes just... Me, it just makes my skin crawl yeah that was that was handled a lot better than what it was in the comic books as well like in the comic book it's it's three of them i think it's a train homelander and, and another one because the deep's hardly in the comic books yeah but yeah. then when it gets brought back around on the deep later on like it was somehow more cringe inducing yeah, like, definitely. It actually made me want to vomit when like his gills were being fucked with. Oh like, yeah, that was Ugh. the hor- that was a real horrible bit. Like that Ugh. was really gross. I think it's because you see it as well. Like yeah, you see the hands going into the gills, and it's like Ugh. 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 very weird, very weird. And then he has that Brittany moment right at the end as well. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like it takes like. Something fucking horrible like that, like because they're so disconnected from reality, they don't realize the effect they're having on other people or anything around mm. them until something like that happens to them, and then they're like, oh, like it makes them fucking break down because their entire life image just gets shattered. Yeah, and they've been able to do whatever they want for so long until something gets flipped on them. And the thing is, is that's probably you know, you see it happen with kid actors, and I know that's a really weird parallel to draw, but when someone is in the, the the limelight that much and they're exposed to stuff, yeah. then it can have that impact on people. You know, yeah. it's a bit like A-Train's um, compound V addiction because he's always needs to be the fastest and the best and he's got that thing versus shockwave and obviously then, you know, he has a heart attack because of the adrenaline that he's taking from compound V. It's like, well, yeah, that probably would happen. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, but, yeah... It definitely takes, like you said, like lots of things that like we see in like modern day celebrity culture and stuff like that, like the the really dark aspects of it. And it just dials it up to a thousand just there, to, like, and it takes a while for you to have to like step back and be like, shit, this shit actually happens. Like this is happening to like supposed superheroes or the, 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 the villains of the show. Yeah, like, and, and then on a more lighter note, it takes their powers and applies them to real life. Like, not only real life stuff happening to them, but their their powers and how they would actually act. So, like, Homelander's essentially Superman. And when he uses his laser vision and it just literally chops people in half, it's like... <laughs> and when he punches someone, he punches through them. It's yeah. like... Yeah, well, that is exactly what would happen if if somebody had that. If Superman was in the real world, it's well, like they they keep trying to do like what if Superman was evil? What if Superman was real? Type thing. Like we had Brightburn as well, came out last year as well. Like, yeah, it's like it's not an original idea, but. Homelander just nails it well of just there, like, what if somebody had all this unlimited fucking power and they had the world's biggest company behind them and the fucking government and everything like that. Like, there's no way that guy isn't fucked up in the head. Like, there's no yeah. way that he hasn't got serious fucking issues and just does whatever the fuck he wants when he wants. Yeah, and I like, like how that progresses throughout season one. And then at yeah, the you end you see of- him like, unravel, like, the, the facade comes off as the season goes on yeah literally and then you realize like why he is the way he is and you almost like there's a point in season 1 where you almost feel in a weird way a little bit sorry for homelander because yeah he's he's a bad person don't get me wrong but the reason why he's so bad is because of you know what happened to him and how people treat him and that he you know he was lied to about his kid and it yeah, that probably would turn someone crazy, but obviously his the way he goes around stuff is obviously terribly wrong. But it's well, it's that concept of infinite power corrupts no no, absolute power corrupts absolutely, doesn't it? Like Yeah. There's just there's no one that can stand up to him. Like there's a really interesting bit where it's he's talking with Queen Marv, you know Queen Maeve, whatever her name is. Um you know, when they take out the sniper. Like they're not meant to kill the guy, like they can take him out without doing anything about it. Yeah. And he just goes up there and just kills him straight away. Well he's shy at us first, didn't he? Like but like on the way there he's saying it's just said, like they're just like a bunch of like small, insignificant, normal people. Why do we answer to them? Like why did they pull the strings on everything? Like what you may have just said, like, because they signed the paychecks and that's literally what it all comes down to in that world is the yeah. fact that when signs the paycheck and they signed a the fat one. I love that scene where they're both just walking past all the shooting and then they're just like it's like they're just having a conversation and every and there's that SWAT guy who's like go get him Homelander and he's just like putting his thumbs up to him and he like (laughs) flies up and then he's just waiting and then they just carry on the conversation Um, and then just you know people just don't they just don't battle an eyelid to any of it. No. But it's quite funny at that bit because I do notice like this obviously, and it goes without saying. There's so many parallels to the DC universe in this. It's literally a parody of the DC, uh, the Justice League, really. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Like, but the even seven is yeah. the Justice League. There's yeah. many ties to Marvel as well, but it is mostly just there. Like the seven or the JLA. That's yeah. all you need to know, and that's it. It's like you've got the deep, who's Aquaman you've got a train who's the flash you've got homelanders superman i'm going to assume black noir's like a really strange superman what well, we saw no, the, a no batman. batman sorry is what i meant um and you know you've got you've got um you've got translucent but he he gets offed off right at the beginning but <laughs> like there's a lot of really subtle like the bit where homelander punches through that guy's chest the only thing I that like I think of that I think of the injustice bit where yeah. um, Superman punches through is it who the does, Joker the Joker's chest oh oh that that comic panel is just ingrained in my memory yeah little things like that and I liked how we didn't see a lot of black noir in season one because it obviously focused more on you know the A train and Homelander. And yeah. I, I really like how in season two we're gonna get a lot more of Black Noir in action, and the bits that you do get with Black Noir, like in season one, are just dead funny. Like when um, he sat around the table at the HQ, and Homelander walks in and is like, "Basically, you've all been, you know, making mistakes, and it's not good enough." And he's like, "Except you, Black Noir, you've been awesome." And then he just puts <laughs> his thumb up at him. <laughs> it's just, it's, <laughs> And then he like it's sits just sort down of like a little piano. D- a good boy in the corner and he but, that's it yeah mate, and, his story, if they do anything like what it is in the comic books, like it's gonna get so fucking weird and dark in season two <laughs> I, I like how he's the guy who you we got the first look at season two, and it was essentially Black Noir taking out um that superpower terrorist, yeah, that superpower terrorist in the last one. And it's just it's just so brutal, and yeah, I just I just think there's he's definitely gonna be uh, be a lead for season two. I can't wait. Uh, definitely. Should should we start talking about maybe some predictions of where season two might go, or yeah, is sure. there anything that you want to cover with season one right now before we get onto that? Um. No, there was. Like, I, I, at times I thought with this, you know, there's loads of really funny bits and there's loads of really heavy bits. So, like, I think some of the scenes that stuck out for me was that uh, bit where the Deep tries to rescue the dolphin and <laughs> he's, like, talking to it and the dolphin's trying to, like, chat him up at the same time. Yeah, and, it's a proper horny dolphin. <laughs> yeah, and there's the bit with the lobster and stuff. Like, he has a lot of comedic parts in it when he gets sent off to that place that yeah. no one goes to or whatever. Ugh, um, just this backwater town, which is mostly landlocked. Yeah, yeah. And I like how it it still enables people like Huey and uh, Billy Butcher and stuff to, even though they're not super-powered, that they're, they're quite clever in how they go around it. Um, See, I, th- I think Huey is a lot better in the show than he is in the comic book. Yeah, he like, probably, probably is, because... You know, but uh, a lot, he's, he's a lot more intentional with stuff. Like, they throw him in at the deep end in this. Like, in the comic book, they don't take on the seven until ages into the comic book because they take out smaller teams and stuff. So, it allows him to become more competent. But the fact that he's just sort of like stumbles through it to begin with in the show, like, it feels a bit more earned, like, every step that he gets. Mm. But, like, his first kill in the comic book is a complete accident, whereas in the show, like, he blows translucent the fuck up, like, yeah, on purpose, and, and like, that just him. changes his character instantly. It's like... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that he chooses to blow the shit out of this guy. Yeah, and um, the last, like, scene that I just want to talk about that really, like, was a standout moment was the the airplane uh, the bit where the planes going down, and uh, Homelander and uh, Queen Maeve decide—well, more like Homelander—they decide not to save the plane because it's too far, too gone. Yeah, and, like, and yeah. it's his own fault as well. He's so careless, like because it's just like another job for him. He just like lasers through that guy. He's like, oh, fucked up the cockpit. Like this plane's going down. Yeah. So, really, that's it. Uh, We should move on then and talk about some predictions for season two. So, do you kind of want to start us off considering you know a little bit more about the boys than what Uh, I do? Yeah. I reckon. Potential spoilers, potential spoilers. Potential spoilers, (laughs) potential spoilers, obviously. We don't know anything that's happening. Uh, I know one thing that's probably definitely going to happen, but I might not touch on that properly because that's going to be big spoilers, and I think you don't want that spoiled for you, Sam. So I, I won't get into it too much, but I feel like the 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 thing that I'm not going to say too much is we're going to see a lot more of black noir and maybe see who's under the mask as well, which is a really interesting concept. Um, oh, okay. We're also going to find out some dark stuff about Stormfront. I reckon, like she is a a version of a male character from another team in the comic books. Okay, uh, who's basically, like, a neo-Nazi. <laughs> um, you see hints of that in the in the um, trailer, so I reckon we're definitely going to get some funky stuff from her. What do you reckon's mm-hmm. going to happen? Like, what's your, like, big thing? Um, ugh, I don't know, man, because we don't have a really, like, any sort of a clue as to where it leads off with, um, where it leads us off between Billy Butcher and the Homelander. It's... I don't know. I don't know whether maybe we're going to see some stuff happen earlier on with that, and then maybe it moves away from it. Um, like I said, I think Black Noir's definitely going to have a much more front and centre uh, role in Season 2. As to why, I don't know. Maybe maybe because of what Homelander did in uh, Season 1, where he kills, obviously, the the... the one of the the senior members of is it Vaughn
1: uh, Va- Va- yeah. Vaughn
0: um yeah a- maybe B- black i can't remember the name of her character um she was great in it though she was fantastic in season 1 like the fact that she was able to just stare down the biggest heroes in the world that could just kill her in a second yeah so like, i don't know whether it's going that gonna- took balls like that character yeah, see, that's what I mean. I don't know whether it's going to be maybe something like Black Noir finds out and he gets tasked with hunting down Homelander or something. Um, maybe something that's like that. That's an interesting thought, actually. Uh, I think maybe we'll get a bit more of Kimiko. I think maybe Frenchie and uh, Mother's Milk and stuff will be wanting to find where Billy is and where he's gone to. Uh, and I think maybe you'll see more of Kimiko's arc. Uh, I yeah. don't really know... Where, because I forgot where Starlight had been left off and she kind of saves Huey because A-Train having the heart attack and all that. Yeah, so Huey got himself kidnapped to get Frenchie and Mother's Milk and Kimiko out. Yeah. um, And then he was, like, stood up against A-Train and then Starlight came in, saved him, but she stayed behind to try and save A-Train. But yeah. I think at the moment she is still a member of the Seven, isn't she? Yeah. He managed now, to like like cover up any allegations that she was anything to do with translucent because she wasn't anything to do with translucent. Yeah. Now he now it's been confirmed that Lamplighter's back and it's Sean Ashmore that's paying, playing him. Yeah. Uh, he, he's gonna all, be he played Iceman in the old X Men films. Yeah, so he's back in season two, I believe, so um Yeah, be I, lo- good. I love all the memes. Just there, like you either live long enough to, um <laughs> you either live long enough to, you either die a hero or live lo- long enough to see yourself become the villain. Jesus Christ, that got <laughs> too mixed up in my head. Yeah. Like, like he, he became everything he sought to destroy when he was fighting Pyro in the X Men films. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I like how I, I don't really have many predictions because if you've not read the comics or seen anything like you have, then yeah. you don't really know what to expect. And I kind of feel that same way about things like the Umbrella Academy. And I really sat there when I was re-watching the boys and I was like, do I enjoy this more than the Umbrella Academy? And I think I actually I think I actually do. I don't know what mm. it is about the Boys that won it over for me over Umbrella Academy, but I'd say that first season of The Boys is better than both seasons of Umbrella Academy. See, I, I'm the opposite end. I think Umbrella Academy's better than the Boys. Yeah. I think the Boys is great, but I just prefer the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, maybe I gave myself a bit of Umbrella Academy fatigue after I'd watched the two seasons right after maybe. each other. But I, I'm literally just about to finish season two again with the girlfriend. Yeah, Got one episode left to go, and I, I really enjoy it. I'm enjoying rewatching season two, and that's not to discredit Umbrella Academy, by the way, because I really enjoyed it. But it was just like for me, they're both quite similar kind of things i guess sam's only saying it to try and get that amazon money he, want, he really wants that affiliate link so he thinks if he says that uh, amazon prime shows are better than netflix shows we'll get the amazon well, if you ask me two I'm, months I'm ago i'm gonna stay on the netflix side so we might get a netflix endorsement if you asked me two months ago i would have been gunning for that disney plus sponsorship mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah i reckon we might see the boys tinkering with compound v so like I said, Mother's Milk in the comic book has superpowers, but he seems dead against it in the show, but Frenchie wants to give it a dabble, so I reckon we might see the boys dabbling with Compound V and getting superpowers going That'd be face-to-face pretty cool. with them. Could you imagine Billy Butcher with superpowers? <laughs> it would be fucking diabolical, to use his own words. <laughs> it would. He would uh, become the villain, I reckon, if he was given superpowers, because something uh, would have definitely. to push him to the edge for him to do something like that. Could you Uh, imagine him getting superpowers, even if it's temporary? Because, like, I think Compound V, when you're an adult, you need to, like, constantly take it to, like, keep superpowers. You know how, like, A-Train is, like, juicing on it. Yeah. Um, I I think you would have to constantly keep taking it, so he might temporarily get it. Could you imagine him, like, like, Homelander tries to fight him, thinking that he's just a human, and then fucking Billy Butcher's got superpowers as well. And then Black Noir comes in and kills them both. Oh Black Noir, man. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Also, the whole thing with Homelander and his kid and stuff like that, that's completely different from in the comic books, so I don't know where that's gonna go. In the comic books, um the the baby uh kills Becca and then Butcher kills the baby, like as soon as it's born. So this is a completely new storyline. Jeez. Like Homelander <laughs> didn't know anything about the kid or anything like that, so I mean, like, it's, well, it's, I don't have a clue where that storyline's going to go. It was probably maybe a bit much for TV. I mean, he did grab a baby by the neck and, like, fucking use it as a fucking gun. And then, <laughs> and then I believed he just sort of tossed it to one side at one point, didn't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> he clearly doesn't care about superhero babies. No. But we've got The Boys Season 2 premiering on August 28th. 20- Eight, oh no, the, there's a Prime Rewind Inside the Boys will begin on the 28th and then as of... Sorry, as of uh, September, September 4th. Is 4th again? Yep, Everything's septem- coming out that week. <laughs> September the 4th, The Season 2, of the boys will start and then it will be uh, three episodes available on day one and then it will be an episode every Friday until October the 9th, which <sighs> so is the final just episode. I just want to binge it, but... I know. But at the same so, time it'll give this We'll is, have to wait a while to do a full roundup then, won't we? Yeah, well this is the problem is like do we do the first three episodes of the boys or do we just wait till we've seen the whole thing? I think maybe we probably should wait till we've seen the whole thing because Yeah, we could we could probably give our first impressions of the first three episodes, like during an episode about something else and then wait until the final season. Sounds sounds like a plan. Season finale, not the final season. Man with the plan. Um, Anything else you want to say about the boys before we wrap this up? This is a nice, concise episode this time. Yeah, no, it's sick. It's sick. If for whatever reason you've listened to this and not gone and watched it and just listened to all those spoilers, then go give it a watch because even though we spoiled it for you, it's still pretty good. Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, also, shout out to the boys seven posting on Facebook. It's like a shit posting group. They are worse than the show on that Facebook. The group. boys seven do not posted. look at do not look at <laughs> it if you're easily offended. It's absolutely diabolical, well, but it's so the, funny. All the s posting pages it's, on Facebook, yeah. just Star Wars Sith posting, Marvel Shield posting. <laughs> it's it's stuff that you would never be able to get away with putting in the show it's just so funny that's something that i'm gonna go and it's just a join. constant meme generator i can send you an invite if you need one <laughs> just for the listeners again what was it called Anthony. the boys seven posting the boys seven posting they cross over with like the cornetto trilogy posting and like you said like i, I like um spiderman uh slinging as well <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all based around the Raimi trilogy. They don't do anything but the Raimi trilogy. And people Amazing. keep like like putting their own subtitles over the film and like making like new new head cannons and stuff like that. And it just culminated the other day where all these different stories came through a portal to a version of Spider Man in jail. <laughs> it was like it's like Nick Fury, Peter Parker was like collecting his version of the Avengers. It was bizarre. Amazing. Amazing! into the shit-slinging universe. Right, that's us done for another week, I reckon. Yeah. Um, make sure you check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at GetRealPod. You can email us at GetRealPodUK.com at gmail.com took me a second then i got a little bit lost um and hit us up let us know what you think of the boys share your thoughts with us Uh, let us know what your predictions are for season two let us know what you want us to talk about next week and well next week we're going to be talking them all about dc fandom so make sure you check in for that chris how can listeners support us on the podcast you can support us by clicking that Amazon affiliate. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't have one at the time of this recording. Um, share us with a friend. Like. Leave a review. Leave a favorite. Uh, five stars wherever you listen to the podcast just share that about with as many people as you can and um, spotify has inbuilt ways inside of the app or the web browser to share it and everything like that just post it to your instagram story tell one friend that you know about us that that should be the challenge for every listener go and tell one friend about us one friend that doesn't listen to us Tell them to listen to us. It would, it, honestly, it goes such a long way. Uh, Israel, we love you for getting us in your top uh, <laughs> top 100 podcasts. It's great. Um, uh, our listeners in Germany and India, you're amazing. <laughs> um, also, there's a Wisecrack uh, YouTube video about the philosophy of the boys, which is really interesting. I meant to mention it earlier, but I completely forgot. That's not a way to support the podcast, but that's a way to support another good creator. So do that. <laughs> Absolutely. And thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. See ya. <laughs> That's it, we're done. <laughs> That's it, we're done. Drop mic, walk away, you know? Yeah, no, for real. Before I raise the vision the shit out of you all. I'm going to run away from you. See you later.